0: This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today.
1: You can stick it to the man and big tech. Join our FTL Social Mastodon at social.freetalklive.com.
2: Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Edition of our program is what you're listening to. The telephone number in the studio is 603 283 6160. Again, 603 283
3: 6160. In the studio tonight,
2: it's. Nikki. Rich and Rich. And I am your host, the Reverend Captain Kickass. Uh, Thank you to the person who just purchased an EP from me. Uh, If you would like to purchase a three-song EP, you can find out all about it over at CaptainKickAss.com. There's a... uh, All three videos are right there, top of the page. Uh, There's a... You know, scroll down a little bit, and you can click on a a thing to get over to my Bandcamp site where you can purchase the the EP. Uh, I got T-shirts for sale as well, so thank you again. Uh, I appreciate that. Uh, We were talking about this article... From an ABC News affiliate, I don't know which one, 3340, so both channels 33 and 40, I guess, I don't know, out of uh, somewhere in Alabama, St. Clair County. And apparently, more than one person who uh, has come out of the penitentiary there (laughs) has been missing their organs.
4: I mean, a couple of things. It's it's only like the second time, and... So far into the article, there's been nothing said about foul play, right? It's like so far. they were supposed right. to be in a bag that went with the
2: body. Is it normal for them case, to remove though. a brain for an autopsy? I
3: don't think so. I mean, if... if
2: because this guy's brain was also missing. I don't know
5: well, too much about it. what if it was a it? stroke
2: and you got to well, check the brain so, for lesions so and damage? So
3: that's the thing. I mean... If they think it was something to do with the brain, maybe they would. But I think there would be a way to cut the skull open. Like, I don't think they would take it out completely. And, like, when I'm thinking of, like, Can't you know, they just, open like, casket-
2: stab a straw into it, like a Capri Sun and, or a juice box, and suck it out? Well, then you're not going to have a good so. autopsy of it. <laughs> that defeats the purpose. I'm trying, what's, that, what's that old school movie that was, uh, it was, like, all taboo to, like, watch way back in the day? Uh, Faces of Death. Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And like they had a, a bit I don't know if it was the first one or the second one where they like they would eat the brains of a monkey. Oh. Okay. But like the monkey was alive, like during yeah. the process. Yeah. And so like it'd obviously die. Okay. You know? Yeah, eventually. But But like I mean th- th- listen, uh not all people are, you know, generous and kind and peaceful yeah, and clearly. loving and, and all that kind of thing. So all I'm saying is that like People do some really weird and nasty things to other people, other animals, the planet you know you name it um uh, d- people can be evil
4: it was it, it was because of faces of death that I started to distrust the news on t v really because How so because we were watching you know we, we st- you know after school or whatever we'd watch whatever crap was on t v and we'd watch, like, you know, the world's wildest uh, police chases. And there was a particular accident where the dude goes careening through an intersection, and gets T-boned, spins out, hits a pole. And on world's wildest police chases, they go, like, thankfully no one was hurt in this accident or no one was seriously injured. Everyone survived. Yeah. And then we ordered the face of the deaths VHS and popped that in to watch all the, like, the real stuff. Yeah. And they showed the same accident. And they go, like, no survivors. I'm like, oh, they uh, lied to us on TV. But uh, <laughs> like there's a discrepancy here because I remember this accident very yeah. vividly.
2: Uh, we can finish talking about this article, but we do have uh, some calls to get to. Uh, let's go to Tim in Florida. Tim, you're on Free Talk Live.
6: There's a lot of people that think that uh, people are inherently good and politicians are doing their best, and then you watch Faces of Death. And you watch, you watch what you described with the monkey brains. I won't repeat it, and uh, you realize, you know, maybe that's a load of crap. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, regarding organ harvesting, I I don't want to really get into this right now. It's not really what I called about, but um, if you check out Vagabond dot com, they get into the state of Israel and some of the things they've been doing for years. Uh, it's, it's documented. Um, uh, anyway, I had a question. Okay. Now I've been listening to free talk live for many years. And in the old days, the website had something called show prep where all of the listeners could actually, um, provide news stories and links.
4: Yep. It was like a big clone or a Reddit clone or something to that effect.
2: Yeah.
6: Yeah, you could basically vote it up, and then and then Ian and Mark would basically bring up the uh, top-voted articles, and well, one day it just disappeared, and I, I never really asked about it before.
2: Yeah, um, we had a um, uh, an update to the website recently, and I'm just looking through it now because I do also remember this from back when, when I was a listener before I even moved to New Hampshire and all that kind of thing. Uh, and I would, you know, look at that as well. And I don't see it even under the resources site. So it may have just been decided to to go away. Since I mean, if it was a traffic driver,
4: that's one thing. Right. Otherwise, just start a subreddit for Free Talk Live show prep, right? And just do it.
2: Yeah. Well, that and of course, you know, we tell our hosts and co-hosts that, hey, come to the show with something. I get it, you know. And most of the time, people bring you know one to three things, that, you know, that they want to talk about. Sometimes but this is for listener participation. Want, right, I, I get that, yeah. and I, I'm assuming that that's what it was uh, was something you know that was attempted to uh, drive traffic to the yeah. website.
4: Because well, at the time, Dig was popular, and and Reddit was getting popular. And Ian's kind of a nerd with those things, right? I followed those sites well when when they first launched, and that was the thing to do. But, now, but again, with, with subreddits and what that turned into, you could easily just do it as a subreddit. Um, you know, any anyone yeah. could create it, because Free Talk Live really doesn't care. Right. And i right. tell you what, right. if you created it, right, I'll throw it in my little RSS feed reader, and okay. you'll, you'll have that as a source. Nice. Well done. Right? I don't okay. care.
6: Okay. Yeah, because, it, you know, it's, it it would be interesting, even if you only took one story, even if you only took one story from that, like the top voted story, you know, yep. that'd be a pretty cool feature.
4: Yeah. But it also disincentivize you to just call in and tell us what you want to talk about. Right. Sure. If you're going to upvote the story, well, just call in and bring it up.
6: Well, uh, so I was actually catching up with free talk live. And, uh, so I've been, I'm, I'm less than a month behind now. Um, anyway, uh, Ian in prison, of course, everybody can send him letters. Uh, Now, I I heard a conversation you had with Gigi uh, from North or South Carolina, I can't remember, Mm -hmm. uh, regarding uh, the fact that he cannot listen, he is not permitted to listen to the Free Talk live show from prison. And I also remember a caller months and months and months ago uh, asking if it would be allowed to send transcripts, so like if someone wrote out a handwritten transcript of it, particularly oh. interesting show.
4: That's what AI is for, man.
2: You don't even have to handwrite it. Yeah, you could just have AI listen yeah. to it, do the transcription, print it out, and then and then mail it to the guy.
6: So so, so are you allowed to type a letter on a word processor uh, application? Yeah, like I can go on a
2: computer and on, like, you know, Word or something like that, I can type out a letter and say, like, hey, Ian, how's it going? Here's what's going on with the show, blah, 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 and then hit print. And then fold that up, put it in an envelope, and, and yeah. mail it to the guy.
4: And then print it in big font so you can allow. speed
2: read through it. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Tim.
6: Well, I, I was just wondering, because of the restrictions on crayons, I'm like, well, I wonder if if they even allow me to print out a letter or if I have to handwrite it.
2: Yeah, no, they, they allow you to print it out. Uh, and Someone uh, said you can print pictures, too. You can. You can, yep. Yep. Uh, but okay. the ink color for the font needs to be either blue or black. It can't blue be, yeah. It can't be, you know, red, green. Please, you know, his favorite colors, black and blue, orange. Right, yeah.
6: So even a, even a photo, if it's a color photo, you have to transduce it into a blue or black ink.
2: I don't know about that. I don't know if color photos are acceptable or not. If you wanted to try that, what I would do is I would just. You know, send a short letter with, like, a one-page color photo and be like, hey, if you get this, write me back or something like that. Uh, and then and then we would know. I'm not sure. And I've tried to look for this information on, you know, the government websites and, all, and like, yeah, it's just... They don't get granular enough. They're like, yeah, if you want to write to prisoners, you can do so. Here's how you do that. But they don't get into specifics. The only way we found out about like the crayons and like the marking up of the envelope, like like Bonnie put like a couple extra hearts yeah. on the envelope, or whatever. It got rejected, sent back.
3: Oh, on the envelope itself? Yeah.
2: Yeah. So they didn't even deliver the letter, right?
3: Yeah. And that's not like a USPS rule.
2: No, no. It's definitely no. like somebody, it went through somebody at the prison's hands. They went, nope, this isn't allowed. And don't forget to always put your disclaimer
4: on there. This letter contains no LSD.
2: I don't know if that <laughs> probably get it Might at. be a,
3: raise a couple red Why flags. Why is my letter
2: wet? <laughs> Prison guards trying to lick it.
4: <laughs> it's just to throw them off the scent, man. Yeah. All right. What else, Jim?
6: Well, I just wanted to offer two apologies. Uh, one to uh, my uh, fellow residents of Florida including occasionally mark I apologize for voting for Ron DeSantis and then uh, my second apology is uh, to Bonnie she she's doing a great job uh, she, she's definitely picking up the slack and as uh, irritated as I've been listening to her at times uh, from about I finally caught up with the show you know and she, she started getting better and better I'm like oh crap and you know I, I guess I called in a few weeks ago and she brought up that I had said, "Oh, I'm never going to call in when a female is on the uh, first chair again, and Uh-oh. whatever." And I, I, I was rude, and I, so I apologize to her. But, but, oh, uh, well, that's nice. I, I, so, what I would like to do is actually, she had some brilliant, and I mean that I'm not being a, a smart aleck. As she actually had some amazing stuff from about November 28th on, mm-hmm. and and if I could send that uh, through a letter. I think, because I know he can't listen to the show, but it, it, it's really good. good, good material.
4: Here's what I want you to do now. If you do start this subreddit for Free Talk Live Show Prep, you got to put up a poll, Team Bonnie and Team Joa, and see who dukes it out on reddit oh, oh my
1: gosh
6: <laughs> okay team Bonnie versus team joe got
2: it oh, stoking that fire that's what the internet's for man right? hey uh, yeah hey tim i just want to commend you on uh your apologies right it takes like this is something that human beings struggle with just yeah, in absolutely. general yep. is is go oh man i was wrong like mm-hmm. like a lot of people can realize when they're wrong. A lot fewer people will go, man. I was wrong. I should apologize, yeah. and I should you know not only do so, but like to do it on you know like this show. You called into the show. Now I realize you know you call the show uh, on a regular basis, so we kind of have an idea of who you are. But like even that to do it in a public forum is is yeah. very commendable. And so thank you for being a stand up person about it. We appreciate that. You all have a good night. Hey, thanks for the call, Tim. 603-283-6160. Let's go over here to Dana calling from Michigan. Dana, you're on Free Talk Live. You
7: know what? It would be really nice, Captain, if you could practice what you preach and be able to apologize when you're rude to callers, as you have been to me the last couple times I called on a Sunday night. I'm sorry for hanging up on you. I No, you didn't hang up on me, but you made some rude comments after the call was done, and I don't appreciate it. What did I, did I say? Do think, y- y- you know about, um, I do want to think, talking about, because after, I, the um, on a Sunday, there were comments made after the call was over. Mm-hmm. So I called the following Sunday to explain what I meant. And then after that call was over, you said, Free Talk Live is rent, uh, living rent-free in, in Dana's head. And I'm just like, I don't need that. And then another time you said, um, you I don't mind her calling. I don't mind her calling. She's really nice, but she just doesn't get it. Make sure that the callers aren't more educated or at least knowledge-based than the host.
4: That's usually not a problem on this show.
7: You don't always know who you're talking to. And I come from a place that, um, although I commend everyone, that yes, they, they're really well-read. Um, some of us are, too. But that's not why I called what i called oh, you didn't call to food. just
2: admonish me and like you know tarnish my no, name and accuse but me of was, things that's usually the nature part, of the call no, okay. but it, right. it,
7: no no i didn't it was a perfect right. lead-in because you were complimenting the last caller on his ability not only to recognize yes, yes, yes. Well, i never so, apologize but, to
2: anybody ever. but also like the I thing don't. with
3: that is you have to be sorry right and if the comments he made if he thinks that those were Correct. I mean, it seems, Captain, you don't even seem to really remember most of the specific examples she gave. But, um, I mean, if you're not sorry about it because you still feel like it was true, then that's not really warranting an apology.
4: You're, here's what no, I know about no, hurt feelings. No, it,
7: and Your I agree feelings
4: with only you. get hurt Nikki, when you it, believe what the person said.
7: Okay, let me respond to Nikki. Um, Nikki, I agree with you because it irritates me especially people in the political realm or celebrity realm, they make comments, whether it's on X or just um, verbally in the news, and then they issue an apology. You know they're not sorry. They meant what they said. And even if it's offensive, I would respect a person more to say what they really believe. So That's I why don't I don't disagree. apologize. Right. I Well, I don't disagree with what you said, Nikki, but I'm just saying that, Captain, maybe you're wrong. Maybe I'm not some um, little, you know, twit that doesn't know who she's talking about. Except
2: I never said that about, about you, so now you're putting words in my mouth. So no, let's no, let's I move on. Let's said. move on to the second thing that you wanted to talk okay. about.
7: No, also I, I want to correct that right now. I want to I, I nip that in the bud. You never called me a twit, but sometimes you can be condescending, and you never used to be like that until Ian left.
2: I cannot you be responsible were... for people's interpretations of my comments.
7: Right. And I just interpreted it as you got in the big chair and you got a little cocky. So the <laughs> reason why I called was last night. i been in this night, chair for a
2: long time. So, yeah.
7: Last night, I walked away from um, my desk at home where my laptop was, and I was listening to the show. And I don't know the name I must have left when you introduced the name of a list you had. There were fifteen oh, yeah. things regarding people who got the vaccine, and I would love, love, love to get my hands on that list. Hang Could on. You tell me what was the name of the that list and where was your source? Um, your source.
2: I think I can. It was from Thomas a the tank Twitter. Uh, at Vigilant Fox is the name of the Twitter account who posted this not to be confused with Vigilante Fox right yeah at Vigilant Fox the V and the F are capitalized but it's all mashed together no spaces Uh, and, and it's called 15 COVID conspiracy theories that turned out to be true and it's quite literally just a long Twitter post there is an image included with it, And then there's a thread that sort of, you know, digs into each of the numbers a little bit further, uh, citing, you know, some sort of a source from the Internet to, you know, Internet magazine or an Internet article from somewhere uh, that, you know, sort of... Infowars.com. Yeah, it's supposed to uh, give evidence to, yes, the, the, here's the conspiracy theory, and then here's the article where it was revealed that yep. it, it indeed was true.
7: But the title was... 15 COVID uh, conspiracy theories that turned out to be true. Correct. Okay, got it. Okay, thank you so much. Just wait your um, part two. The, the, the one next 15. In part, <laughs> the one in particular was, well, they were all 15 were horrific, but um, one of them, I came in back into the room, and it said a third of all those vaccinated have suffered injuries. And um, uh, Number six maybe, on the list. Yeah, maybe, maybe next Saturday, you're talking about um, show prep, maybe next Saturday, that could be tied in to the recent um, closed-door sessions admissions of Fauci, all the stuff he said. They just made it up as they went along. None of it was science-based, which we knew, and it was just BS all the way along. Oh, yeah. And he got into a multiple altercations with... Um, uh, Rand Paul, who is an actual doctor, who actually practiced, and this group, got his M.D., and he ended up being a bureaucrat and not a good one. If people remember, this was the guy in the 80s that got virtually every single thing wrong about HIV yep. yeah.
2: and AIDS. Yeah, he had oh, people like he on AZT that had no business taking that drug. Uh, Yeah, there's all sorts of things behind this guy. A couple other things that we didn't even get to in last night's program. So if you missed it, you can find it over at freetalklive.com and just find the archives under resources. But uh Mark Edge actually had posted uh, in our show prep uh, a couple of articles from Reason, and I'll just read you the headlines here. The lab leak is not a conspiracy theory, Anthony Fauci concedes. So Anthony Fauci himself has conceded that the lab leak was not a conspiracy theory. And then the other headline was, Fauci to Congress, the six-foot social d- distancing guidance likely not based on data. So They, just they couldn't even track that, that
4: one down. Right. They don't even know where they got that number from. Yeah, they, If you read that article, it's like it just came from nowhere. They just like we can't even up. track it down to the bureaucrat that suggested it, let alone ran with it. Someone said it, and then it became law, and we don't even know exactly. who said it. Yep,
7: exactly. It's it's really, um, uh, yeah. I'm just so I'm so damn mad right now. Ian's in prison, and this guy is walking free and still doing interviews. Oh yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, I don't I, get it.
2: it. Well, it's certainly not uh, you know the land of justice. That's for sure. Uh, it is Absolutely. the land, however, of just us, and that's the big club known as government. And uh, you know you got to be in it to get that kind of treatment.
7: So, yep, yep. Oh, well, thank you very much for the info. Have a good night, everybody. Thanks for the call, Dana.
2: Six zero three two eight three six one six zero. If you would like to join us, well, now that she's off the air, let's tell her how we really feel. <laughs> uh, Richie, rich. So we have- we've kind of missed you on the <laughs> smart ass.
3: <laughs> so if we're getting back into that other article. Um, Good segue. We had a few questions about autopsies, and I was able to find some answers oh, okay. for yeah. us. Um, so, Because we were wondering about the frequency, of how often are autopsies really actually done.
2: Do I get I more guess, points if I can take out the um, funny bone? Oh, wait. No, that's operation. Sorry. us see. If I lose my funny bone and then get it replaced by uh, another funny bone, do I become more funny, less funny, or do I stay exactly the same amount of funny? Depends whose funny bone it is. If it's AI George Carlin, who knows? Okay. Nikki.
3: So it, so it turns out now back to Nikki. So it turns out that uh beginning in the 1950s, hot, hospital autopsy rates started falling from an average of around 50% of all deaths to 10% in the late 1990s. Um it doesn't say anything about present day, but I'm assuming it it probably is hanging out around the 10% I mean, if you know the cause of death, you don't really
4: need to do an autopsy.
3: Exactly. So typically autopsies are only done if there's, you know, suspected foul play, a murder, suspicion, or, um, you know, something like that. Or if the family requests
2: one. 603-283-6160. More about autopsies, why these inmates are missing their organs, and uh, more, including our number two story still yet to come. It's Free Talk Live.
7: Update This Sunday, we begin in the Middle East, where it's the 100-day mark of the Hamas terrorist attack in Israel. Families demanding the return of the more than 100 hostages still being held that were kidnapped on October 7th. There appears to be no end in sight to the fighting. Anti-Israel protests in Washington, D.C., calling for a permanent ceasefire to end the war in Gaza. To politics now, despite freezing cold temperatures, candidates campaigning in Iowa this Sunday, a historic cold forecast for Monday night during the caucuses. So how are the candidates responding to the weather? First, you'll hear from former President Donald Trump, then Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis. It's
2: going to be a little bit of a trek. Nobody knows how exactly we're going to get there, but we're going to figure it out.
8: We are going to continue to try and touch as many people as we can.
5: I'm confident
2: our people are going to come out strong.
7: And I'm Laura Winters, USA News.
1: Appreciate what we do. Help us advertise, market, and promote for just five dollars a month at amp.freetalklive.com.
2: P-G-O-K, for those of you who don't know. Some people put an apostrophe between the P and the G. Oh, okay. so okay. Pagak, right? That's the sound hmm. of... I-, I thought it was... Chicken or okay. whatever makes. Foul. Something foul. I
4: thought it was
2: bok. Pagak! Pagak! I guess that's more rooster, right? Chickens! Yeah, they come to snuff the rooster. Hmm. All right, enough of that. It's Free Talk Live. The telephone number is 603 603- Two eight three six one six zero in the studio tonight. Nikki, Rich, Rich, and I am your host, the Reverend Captain Kickass. We're going to continue talking about this story from ABC News in Alabama uh, about uh, an inmate. Apparently, more than one. The second one, this one is, uh, had an autopsy performed, uh, and it appears the organs were just missing. Okay. And so we'll find out more about that. If we're not presuming malice, like, who cares?
4: Like, what was the family going to do with the organs if it had been Wait, included I, I with I the think, body?
3: I think the point is it's just sketchy. And
4: I think there was... up
2: in there some was, onions and some fava beans?
3: In the first case, I think there was suspected foul play.
2: Okay. Pagok foul Or the other kind of foul. The other kind. Oh, okay. Uh, before we go on with this story, though, let's go to Gigi calling from North Carolina. Gigi, you're on Free Talk Live. South Carolina. South Carolina. It says NC. I'm going to change this right now.
8: It says NC? Uh, um, Oh. Yeah, there's a...
2: We we have a way to, like... We live in
8: Charleston. All
2: right. So, South Carolina. Anyways, I'm
8: glad you're back, and I'm glad you're feeling better after a miserable flu. Mm, Thank Thank you.
1: you. Oh. Too bad I don't move
8: closer to you. I would have sent... Somebody with homemade chicken soup, mm. matzo balls, and goodies for you.
2: Sadly, I wouldn't have been able to taste it. I did lose my taste for three days. Uh,
8: oh, that's a result of all the craps you were ill with.
2: Yeah, yeah, but I appreciate in the in thought, even. Gigi. You're
8: back in action now. That's a good thing. All I my am. favorite hosts are on this evening. Miss oh, Sunshine, Richie Rich, and you. Good Thanks, evening, Gigi. everybody. Woo! We should set up so, Uber Eats
4: gift delivery for when the we get past sick.
8: Two weeks. My husband and I have lovingly received three newsworthy letters from Ian. Isn't that great? That is great. He explained that his attorney is filing various motions to have him transferred to a federal facility in New Hampshire. The time he has been serving in the county jail will count towards his sentence, and because it is a white-collar, victimless crime, we should emphasize, as you always do, Captain, and rightfully so, he will be entitled by the warden to knock off 10 days each month for good behavior. So I am pleased about that. And he took note to what we sent in a letter in a legal but layperson vocabulary Mm -hmm. and encouraged him to share the letter with his attorney do this do that file this file that regarding an appeal yes there are many issues at hand yes there are most interesting I have learned on various news programs for the past 10 days as well about Bitcoin now being traded on the stock market.
2: Yeah, they approved uh, something called an ETF. Yeah,
8: that's right. So why is our beloved founder of Free Talk Live where he is?
2: I mean, for the same reason is because he didn't have permission yeah he, well so first of all the government never specified that people needed permission to uh, buy and sell There's bitcoin the clue yeah uh, but that is why Bra he is, is all well, about
8: semantics as we know and if it's not specified it is up for interpretation look
4: ian's case hits close to home because he's ian but he he is not even close to being the first Bitcoin seller to go to federal prison for selling Bitcoin, yeah, or the only one. Right? Or like the there's, only, there's, yeah. well, there was there's like another crypto that six know. that. What's that?
8: He. When I say we, I mean my husband and I.
4: Well, the, other other cases were covered on this program years before his. Mm. Right. Short, but I was listening
8: years ago. That's so fine. That's I'm, my
4: problem. I'm filling you in.
8: Uh, oh, okay. I beg your pardon.
4: Years before his, people were getting arrested for selling Bitcoin, mostly on uh, uh, localbitcoins.com. Yep. Right? Okay. They, for, you know, big, high high players, if you're selling six figures a month or whatever, they got you. Shortly after Ian's case, there was another case where, and I think it was Michigan or whatever, there there was a second crypto six because they busted six more people yep. in the, the same ring What, what about for the guy who's,
8: who ain't never going to get out of federal prison, who was hiding out in his gorgeous mansion in the Bahamas, and both his parents are law professors at Stanford?
4: Sam Bankman-Fried. Yeah. Fraud. Yeah. He, he's not even in jail for selling Bitcoin, because he wasn't selling that, Bitcoin. Right, he was selling other trash currencies. Yeah. Right. And get in, in jail for fraud. So like that one, that one's perfectly legitimate. But but Ian Ian, although again it hits home, I, not the first, nor will he be the last to get busted for selling Bitcoin.
2: I would like to say this about Sam permission. Sam Bankman fraud because you you brought it up. Um, <laughs> If it weren't for Bitcoin enthusiasts, uh, libertarian types who watch this technology uh, because of its ability to allow people to transact more freely, uh, the, the federal government would never have prosecuted him. Oh,
8: all, I have no problem following that line. All
2: of, of the thinking. evidence was presented by people on the internet pointing out his fraudulent activities who were all Bitcoin enthusiasts who were saying he is doing this uh, not even in the way that Bit- like like he is committing these fraudulent activities. This was all pointed out by uh, libertarian types, by Bitcoin enthusiasts, early Bitcoiners, and current Bitcoin experts. They were all pointing out uh, well, his fraudulent activities, and it wasn't until all of this noise and the this commotion happened around him online that the government finally started looking into him. The, the noise only happened cuz the Binance
4: guy pulled his card right that was it like he he could have run the scam the, indefinitely the, with new investors rumors
8: spreading all over about North Korea and bitcoin and generating revenue through bitcoin to use for shall we say espionage purposes
2: who cares well i mean that may indeed be true
8: I don't I Reggie.
2: I don't know if that's true or not I have no evidence to, to suggest that. but what I can say is that there is one currency uh, around planet Earth that is used in more criminal activity than any other currency oh, the American dollar that's the one yeah.
4: there you go
2: and you don't see anybody prosecuting the Federal
4: Reserve I don't I don't really care if North Korea has Bitcoin miners set up to mine Bitcoin like who who cares? What are they, they going to do with it? The more miners, the better. Yeah. Okay. But it's going to be the government because like the citizens don't have the electricity to, to do
2: me. it. What's that?
8: Sometimes I ask questions so I can learn from you guys.
2: Okay. Oh. Um, one of the, if you can find his uh, videos on YouTube still, uh, the guy that I learned the most from uh, as far as Bitcoin is concerned, is Andreas Antonopoulos. Yep, that's a good name. Yes, you learn how to spell I it did first. Learn
8: about him on the BBC awesome. with Bitcoin.
2: He's uh, since stopped doing a, a lot of stuff. Sort of. Publicly, he used to just publish his thoughts and videos and stuff, just you know, for free for everybody to see. Uh, most of his stuff now is on a on a Patreon, uh, if you can find it. Uh, he's still there, but he did write a couple of books. He wrote a, a book on Bitcoin. He also wrote a book on Ethereum, which you know, some people would call the the number two cryptocurrency. The number two crypto. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> right now. Um, and so, like, and is he still
8: hiding out on Crete?
2: No, I don't The Island of Crete. I don't think he's been hiding out. I I do know that uh when he would go around uh, on his book tours uh for you know doing his presentations and yes. you know selling his book in person and you know doing uh you know appearances stuff like that that he would live off of and only spend uh, bitcoin doing that. cheat a little bit. Well, I mean, as far at as the stuff time, that came to him, like he had to get, like uh, I went and saw him speak at some uh, college like, hey, campus. Dude, buy me a gas card, and I'll give you some Bitcoin. Is well, so I went him. Uh, I went and saw him speak at some campus uh, in the Seattle area. Uh, When he came through there and he even said on stage, he's like, look, uh, you know, I wanted to book this place to come and give my presentation. They said, yeah, we'll pay you, uh, you know, we'll cut you a check. And, And he was like, well, I can't actually accept a check. And they were like, well, why not? You're a business. He's like, yeah, I'm all of those things, but this is what I do. This is my, his mission, if you will, right? uh, You know, and and what I do. So he had to get their, uh, you know, college bureaucracy, their accountants to jump through some hoops to transduce whatever his pay was going to be for the night for making his appearance, transduce that from dollars into cryptocurrency. And he helped them through it all. He helped them get a wallet. He helped them get on an exchange, right? All that kind of
8: stuff. How come nobody. Legally went after the academic institution.
4: Because they weren't selling Bitcoin without permission. They were just trading it with him for his time.
8: And is that considered legal?
2: Yeah, it's just anything else. It's barter. I mean, mean, until the government says it's not, right? Well,
3: that's the thing. And technically, nothing Ian did was illegal
2: at the time. That's
3: why I'm
8: asking facetiously. Is barter illegal?
2: Not as far as I know. Not
8: that I know of. I belong to the barter exchange for almost 22 years.
2: Ian has not I been convicted of barter.
8: I did in California, I did in Washington State, I did in Florida, and here in South Carolina, and I love it.
4: Yep. Yeah. So, real quick, the internet also likes the book The Bitcoin Standard. Yes. So, yes. is that one of Andrea's
2: no, books? No, okay. no, no, no. I think his is Mastering Bitcoin. Okay. And then mastering Ethereum, I think, okay. is, is his. So you may want to start with the Bitcoin standard because it's a pretty. I read li- his it's...
8: book, Mastering Bitcoin. Nice.
2: Okay, it is a little yeah. heady if you're not techie, It might, you know, uh, some of the terminology and the the. Oh, he is... I
8: needed a lot of people to help me translate. Yeah. Right. So
2: try the Bitcoin
4: standard because it's more and of an on ramp.
8: Is a good thing, as Martha Stewart would say.
4: Yeah.
2: Fortunately, because all of
8: you up there in New Hampshire, be safe and stay warm. Ah, uh,
2: Gigi, thank you so much for the call. We appreciate you. Ah, uh, thankfully, uh, you know, I spent some time working in tech, doing like <laughs> tech support and software QA and that kind of stuff. So I have a, a base knowledge of networking and things like that. So okay. I, when when Andreas would speak, uh, he would do it in such a way that I could understand it. Even like particularly because I had the background, but I understand that if somebody didn't have that background, they might get lost in some of the wording and terminology and Understood. you know how networks work and that kind of stuff. But even so, like, I'm not the highest functioning wizard when it comes to technical stuff. I get by, right? You know, when when I'm put into an environment, I can figure out how to interact with most technology, right? Uh but that being said, I'm certainly not a genius or anything like that. So within that there were like i had to go learn some stuff there were some concepts i'm like i have no idea what he's talking about uh so i had to go and learn that stuff but even all that being said he's still one of the greatest teachers like i've ever seen like as far as explaining the concepts slowly taking them step by step Uh, And, like, if he's giving a live presentation, he will do Q&A, and the way he answers the questions is just... I've never seen anyone be so calm and patient and uh, able to sort of dumb it down into layman's terms the way he does. He will be on the Mount Rushmore of Bitcoin. Yeah, I don't... You know, Some people have claimed that he's Satoshi. Uh, And I'm like, I don't believe that. Uh, I I really don't. Uh, But at the same time, like... You know, why would somebody like make it their life's mission to go educate the world about Bitcoin? You know, that's kind of like the, the,
4: well, you know, for financial gain, obviously. Yeah. Right. If you, if you got in early and you're sitting on like hundreds of thousands of Bitcoin that you bought for pennies. Yeah. It would behoove you to make that thing go as high in price as possible.
2: Yeah, although if you listen to him talk about it, uh, that that is not the case. He's actually burned through more Bitcoin than like he did a he did a, like a self study on like yeah. how much Bitcoin has he burned through and giving these book tours and you know how much came in and how much went out to like pay his staff and sure. you know other people helping him out and all that kind of stuff. Well, that's like running and, a business, man. It's well, right, right, but like if. If it were in today's value of Bitcoin, oh, um, yeah. like he spent you know millions of dollars instead of thousands of dollars, yeah. right, on his book tour, that's a terrible comparison. It if, you, if you're spending, if you if you're
4: spending it on a regular basis and using it daily like he right. was, you can't compare it.
2: And as near as I can tell, still is. Like, I don't think he's, he's jumped off of that, like, hey, I'm going to live off this stuff. Like the dude
4: who bought the pizzas. Oh, my God, you spent that much in today's dollars for pizzas? Yeah, but I did it, like,
2: 20 years ago. Yeah, wasn't it 20 bucks or something? I the mean, you could even something? say
3: that about, like, I don't know, any other thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, like even like USD, it's like okay, it just right, yeah. changes with inflation. It's, right. You yeah. Know.
2: Like that 175 bucks I, guess it's I got. Kind of the opposite with that. But. The 175 bucks I got from the Jesse check in 1990, whatever. Yeah. Right? right. Like then 175 dollars is probably worth you know double that now. So yeah. you know 350 bucks or something. Yeah. You, you know? think it went up in value? No, no, no. I'm saying like I couldn't buy I oh, could buy yeah, yeah. about $350 worth of stuff in today's value with that $175 in 1990. Okay. Right? So I it, it was worth more then than it is now. The USD was. I was able Well, the purchasing power was higher. Okay. In 1990. I think whatever. you got the I think you got the example backwards. I may have gotten it back. Continue. But
3: But and I mean like with the pizza thing like oh you spent, you know, thousands of dollars on a pizza? Eh, no. Not really because how these no one had a crystal ball that could be like, "Oh, Bitcoin is absolutely definitely going to be worth this price twenty years from now. No one knew well, that.
4: and even the it, like you can I, speculate, but I, I was called a bad activist for not spending my crypto right but if you yeah. go if you go to like the local burger shop yeah. and you buy a a burger and you spend bitcoin, and then you like go to your your uh exchange and you spend your burger money to rebuy the bitcoin, so you have the same amount of bitcoin you're, like losing. you're well, losing you're losing money you're not really losing it's just it's a math kind of. it's a math issue no if you spend 20 bucks on a burger and then do 20 then buy 20 bucks worth of bitcoin on the exchange but
3: typically when you're buying 20 bucks worth of crypto of any kind it's not usually you have to spend a little bit to get
4: okay. you know well pre- pretend it's the same
2: for the example yeah. then because it's 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 a math issue here's an example point. that we can all sort of uh, rally behind i think and understand Goldbacks. Yeah. Sure. We talk about them frequently here on Free Talk Live. If you don't know what a Goldback is, visit goldback.com. Uh, they didn't pay us anything to say that tonight. It's just we like their product and we use it frequently. Um when I first started getting into the gold back it was at, it was under $4 it was $3 yeah. and Some, 65 yeah. 75 cents right around there right now the average exchange rate is $4.31 okay and so the gold back i've been in it for I don't know, a couple 2 3 years something like that so that's you know the the <clears throat> the usd value of the gold back has gone up since the release yeah. of of the gold back
4: same with any other precious metals that you may have been into, right. right? You buy it at spot one day; it's the price, the
2: value changes the next day. You guys sell and, it or whatever, and like most people, most people when they hear that, excuse me, will think that, uh, oh well, then it's worth more. Well, it's purchasing re- power—it's really a reflection of the dollar yeah. becoming worth yeah. less. <laughs> exactly, it's, it's yeah. the opposite of what you think. The number of dollars in your pocket. Uh, is not representative of what you can buy with it. So if I had 10 $1 bills in my pocket 20 years ago, and I got 10 $1 bills in my pocket today, what I can buy... that pair of jeans in the closet. Right. What I can buy today with those 10 $1 bills is far less mm-hmm. than what I could have bought 20 years ago. Right. So it's not that... The gold back has become worth more dollars. It's that the dollars have become yeah. worth less,
3: which is kind of, in my opinion, an incentive to spend the dollars and not the crypto or the gold yeah. backs all that the time. Is, because well, I I have dollars. I don't like them, and I want to get rid of them. Right. And there's a business owner that wants them.
2: That is so. my. Uh, I, I'm, this is not financial advice, but this is my advice. Uh, If you want to take it, you you may, but I accept no responsibility. Of maybe a financial nature, maybe not. Perhaps. uh, I can only tell you what I do and why I do it. Uh, I'm with you, Nikki, and that is if I get some USD in my hand, I want to put it elsewhere. I want to put it into cryptocurrency. I want to put it into goldbacks. I want to put it into precious metals. I want to put it into real estate. Yeah. you know Anything not the USD. Now, why? Why would I do that? Because it's crap. Because the value goes down. It continually goes down. Yeah. It done nothing but go down for my entire life. I'm 51 years old now, so yeah. all you youngsters out there, you're like, well, you know, I can blah, 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 buy this for $5 today. Well, guess what? In 10 years, you ain't going to be able to buy that for $5. Yeah, exactly. It's going to so, be 30 bucks.
3: So if I have $1,000 of USD sitting in the bank, even though it's getting interest, yeah. The inflation is far exceeds the interest, right? Right. So that thousand dollars, I'd be better off getting it out of there, buying gold, silver, crypto, literally anything else, even yeah, anything
4: else, some tools, anything else, tools,
3: tools, a chair, like literally anything else. Um, and those things will retain their value so much better.
4: Yep, I've always described it as trade for higher value. Yes. Whatever, yes. I don't care yeah. what it is.
3: That's a great You'd way to feel like it.
4: I got to fill my car with gas and buy food for the children. Good. That's higher value than the US dollars. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't care what it is, but the US dollars is not where to put it.
2: Generally. Yeah, there are very few things in my life today that I need USD for and I keep, you know, enough around to make sure that those things go fulfilled. Yeah. Outside of that, uh no. I I I am with you. I don't want my my cash, my USD, my FRNs, whatever you want to call it. Uh I don't want any of that as much as possible. Call them what they are, debt notes. Uh, murder, debt murder, notes yeah. murder murder box. Murder box. There you go. Yeah. Because that's what they are. They they're backed by the 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 murder, the the death and destruction caused by uh, those calling themselves the United States government. All right. Swinging on back let's see all right, swinging on back to this article about uh these organs. Uh, we talked about the guy we talked about the statement uh the family uh, according to the filing, was informed there were no organs in the body. It was explained to them post autopsy. The organs are usually placed in a bag and put back in the body see like the turkey the family we covered this. yes we did uh singleton's family requested u a b that's the uh University of Alabama. Uh, medical facility. Uh, They requested the organs be returned, but they reported they'd never received the organs. We've been unable to reach Singleton's family for comment. UAB provided a written statement. We do not comment on pending litigation. We only conduct autopsies with consent or authorization and follow standard procedures equitably for anyone consented to or authorized for an autopsy. The autopsy practice is accredited by the College of American Pathologists and staffed by credentialed physicians who are certified by the American Board of Pathology.
3: Sure. So it sounds like they sold him on the black market.
2: Should have his wife look for it. It's probably just where <laughs> And the, the statement <laughs> continues. In an autopsy, organs and tissues are removed to best determine the cause of death. Autopsy consent includes consent for final disposition of the organs and tissues, unless specifically requested, organs are not returned to the body. UAB is among providers that, consistent with Alabama law, conduct autopsies of incarcerated persons at the discretion of the state of Alabama. Well, now
4: there's a discrepancy, because they said it's usually put with the body, then said they're not legally required to, and so
2: they don't. A panel of medical ethicists reviewed and endorsed our protocols regarding autopsies conducted for incarcerated persons. So uh, all they're saying is that, like, we don't know. Like, all That's a whole lot of words to go, like, we don't know what happened.
3: Yeah, they're like, we sold it on the black market, but we're not going to tell you that.
2: Uh, and in fact, uh, what I find very interesting is one of the entities that can authorize, we'll call it consent, uh, for final disposition of the organs and tissues is the state...
4: Mm. I mean, you, <laughs> when you're when you're incarcerated, you're property of the state. Like that's yeah, you are their uh, slave. You are, uh,
2: whether you're incarcerated or not, they get they get final say and control regardless. The issue of deceased inmates missing organs was first reported by the ABC News team concerning the case of Brandon Dotson. His family learned that his heart was missing during a second autopsy. The family had commissioned in Birmingham. Here's your problem right here. The pathologist reported the heart was not in the chest cavity, so he could not complete the autopsy. Cause of death. the Missing heart. The, the Dotson family has filed a federal lawsuit. The information about Charles Singleton's missing organs was a part of the court filings in the Dotson case. So oh. the first case is citing the second case. The Alabama Department of Corrections released a statement Thursday. The ADOC does not comment on pending litigation. Further, the ADOC does not authorize or perform autopsies. Once an inmate dies, the buddy is transported to the Alabama Department of Forensic Sciences, or UAB, for the autopsy, depending on several factors, including, but not limited to, region, and whether the death is unlawful, suspicious, or unnatural. They're giving them the departmental runaround. Yeah. This is uh, what I like to call word salad. Sorry, not my problem. Yeah. 603-283-6160 is the number still to come, the number two story here on Free Talk Live, Sunday Night Edition. The number two story. Plus, we've got lots more.
1: are the ones you can trust. mypatriotsupply.com today time is running out to prepare for what's coming mypatriotsupply.com
5: you've been hearing dr wallach talking about 90 essential nutrients keeping the body healthy gcnteam.com now has beyond tangy tangerine tablets 60 plant-derived minerals 16 vitamins 12 amino acids packed in a powerful tablet but that's not it 160,000 auric points, a knockout punch to free radicals. Call 877-878-4203 or go to GCNteam.com. That's 877-878-4203. Who listens to radio at night? EMTs, truck drivers, law enforcement, and many other hardworking people just like you buying products and services from companies just like yours. Many companies owe their success to radio. It's the engaging medium. Call 877 4327 or email advertise at GCNlive.com. That's advertise at GCNlive.com.